Well, welcome back to the When I Heard This Podcast. My name is Nate Robinsoff, and I'm here with Pastor Joseph Dillman, MDiv, soon to be demon. Yeah, man. How's it going? Going well. Going well. I'm doing great because Jesus is the my best friend. And hey, and I'm just, how about this? I'm just very thankful today. Mm. I'm very. Thankful. Are you blessed? I am, sir. Oh, good. I am. Okay. Me also as well. Very good. Very cool. good. Today's going to be fun. <laughs> um, first off, go to Patreon five dollars. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is when I heard this podcast and. Twitter, formerly known as X, previously known as Twitter, now known as X, is when I heard this, and so is Locals. Um, like, comment, subscribe, share all the videos that you see and the posts, um, and make sure to download and brush something and ring the notification bell. <laughs> ring that bell. This looks like brush to me. Yes. But it's Bell. It's Bell. Yeah. There's someone back there pushing the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> um, today, we're talking about why Christian movies are just terrible. Okay. Because we kind of talked about that a little bit. We right. Well, we didn't talk about it, but we brought up movies last time. Sure. So we thought we'd just roll into it. Okay. Like this. Right. And you're, and you're, and like, to be fair on this, like you're a big movie guy. Yeah. So this is gonna be fun. And I've watched a lot of the terribleness. <laughs> well, I look forward to hearing your perspective on it. Well, I look forward to hearing your perspective on it. Well, all right then. Because you're the one that makes them. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. I personally make the movies. <laughs> all right. So, um I'm gonna ask the question a little different okay. than you would want me to ask it. Go for it. But do you think okay. that the Christian movies that you make are uh -huh. bad? Okay. <laughs> when you say that I make, <laughs> you mean like the white evangelical church? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So I guess it depends on which movie. Okay. How about that? So. I mean, that's. Is that that's fair? Of, right. Sort of. Yeah. All right. Cause all right. So you've got like the older movies that probably wouldn't be labeled as Christian per se, but that obviously had very strong Christian themes in them. Like Ben Hur and Spartacus and Right, Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments. Yeah. Right. And obviously Ten Commandments is pretty straightforward, but Right. Um so and I think those movies are pretty well, you know, acclaimed and mm -hmm. recognized as The Last as Temptation of Christ. Good movies. Yeah. Maybe not. No. <laughs> you don't know what that is. <laughs> no, I have no idea. So, and then you got the newer ones, like, and I say newer. That's not probably the right phrase. I'll say, uh, let's, like, all right, so, like, I don't know, 20 years ago, you had, like, Passion of the Christ come out. Mm -hmm. You had Prince of Egypt come out. Mm -hmm. Best and Christian movie of all time. You think it's the best one of all time? Prince of Egypt is the best Christian movie of all time. Okay, okay. So, you oh, got... Yeah. Prince of Egypt and Passion of Christ, like those are, I think, solid, well done movies. Okay. Okay. Um, now, if we're talking about like the low budget movies, mm -hmm. you know, that are made by Christians over the last right. 20 years or so, now I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of those just, um, just in the world of just cinematography, film wise, 
not good. They're all bad. Okay. Not that their messages are terrible per se. Some of them are a little, all right. Some of them are a little hokey. How about that? But, it, but the, the quality of the movie themselves, I, I give you are not great because the, the acting is not great in a lot of mm. them. And, and that, I guess, coral, you know, it's kind of correlated with the fact of the budget's not mm-hmm. great for the making of these movies. Yeah. Cause there's Passion of the Christ and Prince of Egypt and then all the other ones. And they're all bad. <laughs> Except for the old ones, which you, cause you wouldn't really con, like, I guess you would consider Passion of the Christ and Prince of Egypt Christian movies, but yeah. they weren't in that this is a Christian movie category. Right. right. They were like, Ones that you had to see if it was okay to actually go watch before you took your kids to watch it. I mean, you wouldn't yeah. take your kids to watch Passion of the Christ, maybe. No. But yeah, but I went. Yeah, that was uh, the first R-rated movie I ever saw in theaters. How old were you? You have to be pretty young. Yeah, twelve. Yeah, eleven. I was eleven. Wow, that's a, that's a pretty intense movie for eleven-year-old. Yeah, everyone was crying, and I was sitting there going, "This is awesome." <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> and there, my friend, is Nate. All right, so, um, yeah, so, and I think there's you know been some recent movies made. Okay. So, Jesus Revolution, um, and I know Sound of Freedom wasn't like a complete like Christian movie per se, but made by Christians, and and those were really well done. But I do agree that the Christian movie genre mm. as a whole. Is is not the best film work out there. Okay, by any stretch of the imagination, okay. I, I I agree with that. Okay, so why are they so bad? What do you think? <laughs> well, well, I think one, I I do think part of it's budget. Okay. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to get good actors. Hard to get good quality stuff. Right. If there's not money behind it. So. I mean, people with no budget have done it before, but. Right. But it's yeah. Yeah, you end up with craziness like Napoleon Dynamite or something. Right. Yeah. Which is better than all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, you know, but like, I think The Chosen, for example, mm-hmm. has taken a, a pretty unique um, approach to it with doing kind of the crowdfunding. Yes. And um, and so to, to get the money to actually have a you know strong enough budget mm-hmm. to be able to have good actors and good quality, you know, um, a good quality just production and so but i but i do think yeah so you got the I think a lot of christian movies are bad because one the 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 budget's not there for the quality of it but mm. then and i'm not saying every christian movie is terrible but like in terms of the storyline of it but there's a lot of them that are really kind of hokey cheesy like over the top a little bit mm. um with the kind of the Christian knees part of it. Um, and then there's other movies like, so for example, uh, did you ever see um, Facing the Giants? I, uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and so like I think that movie's got a really like cool message to it, but I also think the acting is so bad. And yeah. Thank God for the people who did it. But I mean, just being honest, mm. the acting is so bad that it, it takes away a little bit from that message. Is that the one where where the coach leaves the kids out on the field and then he comes back and they're all just praying for each other. Yeah. On this, in the stadium. Yeah. Like what, what is happening? <laughs> no, 
You leave yeah. for five minutes, <laughs> and they're all touching each other and stuff. <laughs> That's how high school goes. What is this? <laughs> they're all making yeah. out somewhere. I'll say that as is the case, though. <laughs> well, I think it does, like, I mean, I, I do think it, it does represent the fact that there are pockets, uh, like, there are there are times and space where that kind of stuff does happen, though. Where revival really does happen in schools. Revival does really happen in groups. Okay, well, we're going to have to talk about that sometime. Because I'm just saying firsthand experience, I've seen it. Uh, okay. Okay. Right. So, but my, my point being is in those movies, so I think the message can be okay sometimes in those movies. Okay. But the playing out of it or the storyline of it can be um, maybe not the best. But to to the credit of the individuals that did for example, Facing the Giant, I feel like their movies got progressively better over time. Mm -hmm. But a large part of that, again, was you know every movie gained money that allowed them to have more money for the next movie right. and create a bigger budget, and then mm -hmm. you have better actors, and then you have better individuals writing the scripts. And so I think it, I think that just natural progression, it, it got better over time. Okay, so why do Christian movies have to preach so hard? Okay. Like, so hard. You mean just like, in your face, yeah. here's the gospel. They might as well look at the camera and just not be a movie. Right. And just and just read the Bible. Just tell the gospel. Yeah. You're right. It does come out that way sometimes. And But again, I don't think all of them do. So I don't want to just make this blanket statement of all of them do this. But I do think there that kind of goes in the, the, the nuance of writing, of writing, good stories yes yeah and i think so for example like with the chosen even though it's explicitly about jesus the story writing is so good mm. that it doesn't it's crazy because it's jesus there but they don't even have to be even crazy explicit with some things because the writing is so good you you're able like we would do with other movies you're able to gain a message by just what you're watching right and so i think that that's a lot of the nuance in it too i need to watch it yeah, if you've never watched it, like it's really well done, mm -hmm. and and so and the quality is good, and and so, um, and the acting is fantastic, and they humanize Jesus, and it doesn't come across as like this, uh, you know, this boring, you know, Jesus kind of picture. It's like no, this would probably be really similar to who Jesus was, um, and his followers. So anyway, but my my point on that is, I think that just we need good storytellers. In the Christian. And I think they're also, if I'm being honest, like, have you ever got one of those, um, maybe, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, one of those, uh, like, magazines from, like, Christian distributors that, you know, they'll have different things they're selling. So, like, uh, whether it's, like, mm -hmm. little, um, you know, uh, banners or prayer blankets or wwjd bracelets. bracelets or right or all these kind of just random things that are yeah. very christian okay and like when you re like when you go through it right like like even like bible covers and that kind of stuff and you go through it you're not supposed to cover the bible <laughs> well people like to put their bibles in these little covers and carry them around i don't know so anyway but the uh <laughs> but the but like if you if you like read like you look through those it's obviously that it's 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 geared toward a certain demographic mm -hmm. and audience within the Christian world. Mm -hmm. So it's like a it's like it's like geared toward a subsection of Christianity. Right. 
And I feel like the movies often are geared toward the same thing. Okay. Okay. So in other words, what you and I might look at it and go, that's cheesy. That's hokey. That's over the top. Others go, uh, others actually enjoy it or others are like, so glad that's in a, in a movie kind of thing. So I think it's again, geared toward a certain demographic. And so it's not geared toward individuals that are kind of as much outside of that demographic. Okay. Of the, of the, and that demographic kind of being again, that kind of white middle class, middle upper, upper class, you know, evangelical church world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's my real question. All right. Who are these four? Like, you just said that that white evangelical Christians are making it for other white evangelical Christians, mm-hmm. but why do they need it? Like, what's the point of me watching a bunch of kids form a prayer circle right. when I just did that last week? Yeah. Like, what's the point? Right. I well, don't, like, why... Yeah, and I don't, and this is the thing, it's like, I, I, again, I do think it's, that's who it's for. It's targeted, right? Right. Cause like you said, kind of the, the writers of these things are in the same demographic. Right. And so I think they are intentionally writing it to the specific, creating movies for the specific demographic. But like, I understand why this demographic wants Christian movies or movies that. What is that? Well, I think it's most of us have, these preferences of things we would like to, whether it's to listen to, I mean, same thing in music. Okay. You know, like if you turn on, if you turn on just kind of the pop Christian music, mm. it's the same thing. It's geared toward a very specific demographic. I think where I would disagree with you on that. Okay. Not, I don't disagree with you on that. Okay. But I think the part that, that doesn't make sense to me uh-huh. is that if you make a movie with weird characters in it, you're not just making it for people who are like those weird characters. You're right. making it so that the whole world potentially can see your right, your demographic represented in it. Yeah. And I think the problem with Christian movies is that they're so inaccessible to anybody else that nobody else is watching it. Gotcha. Because so, it's not relatable? Because it's not saying? relatable yeah. or has anything to do with anybody else except this group of people. Yeah. And so if you're only doing it for that reason, it doesn't seem like there's a point of doing it. Well, but I think the point is to give that subsection of people something that they actually like, enjoy watching. Okay. And so I think it's for their entertainment purposes. I mean, that's what movies are, right? Right. So I don't think it's this... You know, so for example, in like certain Christian movies, like the the movie Courageous, mm-hmm. for example, right, is really like a charge to to men to be the spiritual leaders of their homes. Okay, and so and and to kind of like for for men to kind of awaken and and become involved in you know like in following Jesus and being involved in the church and and being spiritual leaders in their homes and. And so, again, that's not written to a group that's outside of that Christian world because that message wouldn't resonate with that, with anyone really outside of that group. Right. But I can honestly say for me, while watching the movie, I mean, I'm inspired by it. Okay. Yeah. And you could go, hey, that's a cheesy movie or whatever. But like, 
you know, I mean, in it, I mean, I, I think that's where like the and the same made by the same people who did Facing the Giants. Mm. And that's what I'm saying. Like the, they progressively got better. Like this movie is a much better story. The daughter dies in it. Spoiler alert. And 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 you and you have to see them dealing with the realities of grieving the loss of a child and what that entails and looks like and the strain that it puts on a marriage and the strain it puts on a father dealing with his other child and all of those things as a parent is highly relatable. And so for me, like watching that movie, I'm like, that's this is like I get this. Like this connects with me. Mm. And and so I do think there's a place for that because it's it's speaking a message to to those people. But I think what you're talking about is a, a fair evaluation of a lot of the Christian movies that they're not made for those outside of the Christian circle. No, and I, and I and I agree with that. Like if you're watching it from the outside, it's going to be hard to connect mm. with the message of it, even you know. Um, now, like one of their other movies, Fireproof, and it's dealing like with a with a marriage that's on the brink. That might be a little bit more relatable. Mm -hmm. um, and there's fires. <laughs> and, and there's fires. Yeah. And so. And there's something other than, you know, the devil to fight. Right. right. <laughs> well, true. And and so that's what I'm saying. Like, so I do think there's some nuance in the movies. Mm -hmm. And again. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that these movies are all the best, like high quality movies made. Right. But right. they, but I do think that, um, that their, their message is, and I, I get it. Their message is more entailed or directed toward those that are within a Christians that are in Christianity. And so, and I think that's okay to have movies directed toward them. And I think it's also okay to have movies that would reach a broader audience. So I don't think it has to be an either or. Okay. But you're saying you would just personally like to see movies made that reaches beyond just a a more specific demographic of people. I'm saying they don't always have, like, why do they always have to deal with church? Yeah. And like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, why can't, why can't God be... Like, um, what's the other movie? Uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. Like, that's an awesome war movie. Yeah. It's Yo, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Very and good the movie. dude likes God in it. And God sort of, I mean, he's a, he's not really a, whatever you would, he's a, he's in a cult or something, uh -huh. but he, <laughs> but he likes God. And, and if that movie was made and he was an actual Christian, that mm -hmm. would be a Christian movie sort of. Right. But it's not really. Okay. So like, why can't those, why don't we tell that type of story? Like I haven't seen Sound of Freedom, mm -hmm. but the guy's a, Christian. Well, he's, he's not a Christian it. either, well, yeah. but, <laughs> but the guy's a Christian in it mm -hmm. and he's doing a cool thing. Yeah. Like that's a more accessible movie to other people than Christians than, than courageous. Right. That that can push the same types of message, but through a story instead yeah. of we're all dads and life is hard. When let's go pray about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But I, but I do think that that's, you know, but in like, you know, like, and I, and I, and I see what you're saying, but I also think that's why that's what I'm saying. Some like early on, 
the message of these some of these movies are okay, and I'm okay with the fact that they're geared toward like as as a as a person of faith mm. when I'm seeing loss played out in front of me on a screen and the realities of grief and the realities of the pain of it of you know like for example in the courageous when he loses his daughter like when i'm when i'm watching like and and how him wrestling with god mm-hmm. is present in it and and he and his, you know the 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 marriage being in stress over it and like that's that's all that's real you know and so as a as a christian who's experienced loss you might easily more easily connect with that and i get it if you're a non-christian and you see that loss it's going to be harder to connect with the way that they're approaching it mm-hmm. because they're talking, you know, like they're, they're wrestling with God, but they're they're in the church community and their friends and, and they're still praying and all, you know, like it, 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 it can come across too Christian for, for a non-Christian, you know, watching the movie. And so I do get that, but again, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with it. Having to uh, a story being presented to Christians, but at the same time I'm with you. Like I would like to see better stories written, mm. higher budgeted movies that does appeal to a larger audience that can tell a story without, you know, the gospel having to even be explicitly just pushed down someone's throat. Right. right? Like, so for example, in the Bible, we have a story in the Bible, there's this book called Esther, and there's a whole storyline played out. And God's never mentioned in it. But if you're reading it and following along with it it's not hard to see mm-hmm. the fact that there's a sense of faith going on there but it's not having to be so explicitly stated right that's the other thing like a tolkien was a christian sure and he made lord of the rings absolutely and there's a whole ton of christian allegory stuff in that movie right and christians thought that was evil <laughs> when it came out I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, or or C.S. Lewis. Yeah, you know, and and it's funny because it goes back to the idea of fantasy, right? Right, and like with C.S. Lewis's Chronicles of Narnia or Tolkien's, you know, Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, mm. you know, series. Like when they're writing these, yeah, they're not even fully accepted in the larger Christendom world. You know, not really during their time, but after their time, like looking back right. at it. And it's like, oh, that's fantasy. That's sci-fi. That's right. Let's stay away from that stuff. And <laughs> which I think is ridiculous and humorous because I think God gave us imaginations. Right. And God gave us the ability to tell stories through allegory. And, and we see that in scripture itself. I mean, Song of Solomon is a whole allegory, right? And all the parables. And all the parables. That Jesus told. Exactly. They weren't real stories. Yeah, Exactly. Um, and so I think that there is a place to be able to. Nobody actually builds their house on sand. <laughs> Dumb. Dumb. That was some magic sand. Yeah. If it was standing up at all. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But the. And so I, I see what you're saying. The, the fact that you can tell a story without having to be overt. And I don't mind there eventually being a part where. Jesus or God is spoken of, right. talked about, and re- related to, um, and even the gospel being shared, but in a creative way, you know, not like someone's reading a script of, you know, Romans Road of how to share the mm-hmm. gospel, 
but just in a creative way through story. And I think that's, I think we do need a greater sense of ownership of writing stories that can connect with people. Um, because I think most great stories all follow the arc of scripture anyway. Right. And so there's a way to tell a story creatively that's really going to connect with most people because most people are connecting with that arc anyways in movies, even movies that are non-Christian. One of the problems is that all these movies are labeled Christian movies. Mm -hmm. Why are they so adamant that they be Christian movies when they market them? Right. Instead of being like, hey, this is a new movie we made. Again, I don't understand it. Yeah, again, I think for a lot of the Christian movies, they're made for that demographic. And so they want you they want that demographic to know this movie is for you. Okay. And so it's I mean it's intentional. Like they're like that is their that's their customer base. Okay. And so they're appealing to that customer base. It just feels like they're making movies for way too specific an audience. And they're not good and they're not accessible to anybody else. Well, and so I just don't see the yeah, point. But I, <laughs> I think they know they're not as good. Okay. And so if they market them broadly without labeling them, no one's going to watch it. All right. So they have to label it very specifically within the Christian genre for it to even be watched because... Because if you're watching, if you're a Christian watching a movie in this, in the, you know, a Christian, a Christian movie, you're willing to overlook some of the bad acting, plot holes, storyline gaps, not greatest quality, mm -hmm. because you know there's an underlying message there that you're probably going to connect with. Well, to me, it seems like the reason they make it, they label it a Christian movie is so that no one will get mad about any of the things in it that seem like they shouldn't be shown to people or aren't Christian. What do you mean? Like, like if the daughter died too brutally, it'd be like, the Christians made this? Uh -huh. And let, if they weren't told, hey, this is for you, don't worry, it's going to be okay. Like, this is... This is made by Christians, Christian movie, so this amount of blood or whatever they showed is acceptable for you to watch. Gotcha. Because I feel like people would get mad. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, are things sanitized right. in Christian movies? Right. Well, absolutely they are. Well, Christians wouldn't be worried about the, the little bits that aren't sanitized. So they yeah. couldn't latch on to something and be like, can't believe... <laughs> you did that can't believe yeah. this is in it right but i think even i think most christian movies are pretty sanitized though like, there's okay. not much gore or you know you're not seeing a lot of violence you're not seeing a lot of sex you're not seeing a lot of you know just overt drug use that kind of stuff you mm -hmm. know it's all implied right for the most part like you just said why are christians afraid to show real life in movies like, okay. I guess I get the whole demographic thing and they don't want right. to do that. But, but I, I guess in this whole, okay. I guess in this whole thing, uh -huh. I don't understand, like, I'm just not buying it that, okay. that the Christians are making movies only for a specific Christian audience. 
I'm just not able to grasp that because that's not why you that's not why I was ever told to make a movie. Okay. You're supposed to make a movie like yes, they can get really artsy and no one wants to watch it and they're for good people, but right. that's not how you make the the money for the studio. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yeah, but I like, mean you have to make a movie that's accessible to people. Right. So from the get-go, why are they making why are they making movies for such a specific audience if if the goal is to like is the goal not to reach people with I, the movie yeah i see what you're saying i that's what's confusing yeah. to me i don't i don't think so okay I, I really don't like so in other words like most of these quote-unquote christian movies I mean, there's a like if you look up christian movies there's actually a lot of yeah movies in the christian genre and and i think a lot of them have no in like I, let me put it this way. I think they're like, if if a non-believer watches this, or someone who's skeptical about Christianity watches this, and they something connects with them, great. However, our, our really our main point is to provide entertainment that might be labeled like pure and wholesome to a group of people that they perceive want that type of entertainment. And so... It's the, it's the, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the making of content for people that don't want to watch the, the violence or the sex or the whatever. And it's, so it's creating content. You don't have to like sanitize it through, you know, uh, what's, what's that? Vid, vid, vid angel, vid angel or yeah. whatever it is that you have to, you know, you can watch things through. And, and so without having to do that. He, he, this is this is for you and again they they're they're a lot of times they're made with more independent groups that are backing it financially themselves and so here it is well i think okay well then my my prediction i guess okay is that they continue to get worse and not better okay because because they're not trying to reach any more audience than than cr a certain group of Christians. Okay. And th that's what I think. Okay. I like I don't think they're yeah. going to exist anymore because <laughs> cuz they're not going to make any more money. Right. Well, and and I agree with you if that demographic continues to shrink, right. Then yeah, you're you're losing your customer base, right? And so from just a business perspective, you're right. And, but I do still think there's a, there's a large enough group right now that still wants that kind of film. And do I think though that that group, especially as, as, you know, generation of the boomers, as they age out, mm -hmm. right. And, and they, in older Gen X as, as they kind of, you know, as we as they're aging and maybe not as interested in the, in this kind of stuff, then yeah, I can see that happening. Or just the numbers themselves just decrease, right? Um, and so I get that, but I I do think there has been the good part of some movies actually getting better and actually getting to larger audiences. But I also agree with the fact that there's that they really are targeted toward a demographic, and if they don't change that perspective you're you're right but i don't know how i don't here's what i think what i'm saying though 
like if you're if you've got a if you're a low budget group, mm-hmm. okay, how are you going to compete with better made movies? Like in other words, who's going to come watch your movie if it's not one if it's not well made and two if critics are slamming it, right? Because it's well, they're going to do because that. because it's too Christian, right? Right. So I don't know how they're going to compete with the larger movie industry by not starting with stories directed at such a small subsect of the population. Yeah. And like so heavy handedly towards one small subsect of the population. Yeah. That's what I think. Because. (laughs) Yeah. But but you see what I'm also saying? Yeah, I I get it. If they're, if they want to expand it beyond that, how are they going to compete? What, what, compete with 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 the larger movie industry, with movies that are not geared specifically toward them, but have financial backing, but have better actors, but have be- better scripts and storylines. You, well, first of all, it's possible to make very low budget movies that are okay. really good. Okay, and which I've watched tons of them, and that's why I'm saying I think starting with a story that is only geared toward a certain group of people mm-hmm. is not how you get there. Yeah, no, and I and I agree with that. If okay. you're wanting to go beyond that. Right. I agree. So I guess I don't understand why they don't care to go beyond that. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. And, and if they don't, then that's fine. Right. But I don't understand. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, because... Yeah. All we ever learned in like in film school was you you stick with the stick with the basics of storytelling, you know, like right. the narrative structure and everything. Yeah, sure. And have some normal characters as the leads <laughs> <laughs> and then put the weird ones on the outside and then maybe okay. you can make a movie about the weird ones later. Okay. Which is what they did with Marvel, sort of, even though they started with the weirder characters, but they made them good. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I gotcha. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what they said in school. So I don't know why you can't do that. Okay. Because you're you're picking you're picking a group a population. Also, I think that <laughs> I think that this is my next question. Okay. It doesn't seem like Christians care. Mm. about this enough okay like they don't care about this like in in music too Mm -hmm. like also like we've talked about there's been a parenting steer away from those industries because they're evil and whatever so anyway what do you think about that no i i don't disagree with you okay like so in other words if you're told to steer clear right of certain movies because of content, right? right? Or a certain music because of us, uh, because in music, it doesn't even have to necessarily even be a content in terms of the lyrics. It can just be the sound, right? That right. parents don't, don't like. We push right. them away. So if you're, if you're pushed out of those, then you're, you're not very likely, right? To pursue those right. endeavors in any type of professional career or attempt to get good at them or even right. know how to get good at them. Right. And so that's why I think the quality is poor sometimes because. <laughs> yeah. But I also think that there's 
that there are some places that are really attempting to have good, like they want to help Christians get into the, get into film without, without having to be explicitly in, in doing it within a Christian movie genre. Okay. Um, yeah. And so I do think there, there are even some Christian universities and colleges are, have, have created really good film schools that are launching their kids out into, into, you know, the greater, you know, broader movie industry, not just the Christian niche mm-hmm. movie industry. And so I feel like there's a way for us as like, so for, I'm a parent and one of my kids is crazy into, um, into, into movies, into writing scripts, mm-hmm. into, um, you know, you know, and I mean, it kind of started off doing like, you know, stop motion type stuff with Legos and that kind of thing. And, and then it's kind of evolved into, you know, he loves writing scripts. He, you know, that kind of thing. He, he wouldn't mind going to a film school at some point. And so, but with, he didn't have the idea of it needs to be Christian. He just wants to find a way to tell a good story. Mm. And I think we do have to, I think we should as Christians encourage our young people learn how to tell good stories and, and learn how to make, cause if we don't create film, even if it's just, even if it's just film for, you know, social media sake, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like how do we ever think we're going to re- reach a broader audience? Well, that's my, that's the whole point. Yeah. Like what? I don't get why they don't want to reach a broader audience. Yeah, I know. I if understand that's the what goal. I don't understand. Yeah, no, I, and I get you. I think that, I think that there needs to be a push for that. And okay. I think, I think that the idea that it's got to be overtly Christian to reach somebody is not true either. Because, because if you're if you're preaching the gospel constantly through an hour and a half movie, right, right, that's not realistic or it's exhausting. Yeah, or. You know, one of the sides that I've seen is we're, you know, at by the end of the movie, everything has just worked out great. Yeah. Right. That's not real life. No. Sometimes you pray, you pray, you pray, and someone still dies. Mm -hmm. Someone's still sick. A marriage falls apart. Right. I think that there's got to be a way to tell stories without it seeming that, oh, well, if you just do the right thing, pray this amount, pray these prayers for this long in this particular place in this particular way it's all going to be answered also that's not the way thing, the world works another thing is there's so many bible stories that you could just put on screen oh, like those are overtly christian but there's so many little ones that take like four verses that yeah. you could make hour and a half movies about absolutely and nobody does it and i don't understand yeah. well and i think that's the beauty of what the chosen has done right because the chosen takes these little small segments of Jesus's, you know, of, of the accounts of Jesus and the gospel, mm-hmm. and it'll take, you know, 10 verses and create a whole episode out of it. Yeah. And with all these nuances filled in that you're sitting there going, I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. But that's the beauty of people looking at something and going, but what's not said in the story? Right. So let's show this in a broader story form and the same message can get across. And but you fill in the gaps of just what's there in scriptures. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, <laughs> scripture 
whether it's Old Testament, New Testament, it's full of stuff that mm-hmm. you could do amazing stories with. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. And I think we have to, and I do think we need to encourage our kids and encourage generations to, to say, hey, you can use film, you can use music. I mean, it was like the whole push, you know, like kind of like when evolution, the teaching of evolution yeah. started ha- coming into schools mm-hmm. and, and, and it was like science is bad. Everybody right. stay away from Nobody science. Nobody be in science. Right. <laughs> That's the worst response right. we could have ever had as Christians. Mm-hmm. And so I think that in the same way you And wanna... now we're all on our eighth boosters <laughs> because of it. <sighs> I won't tell you that I got asked if I wanted a booster That's what happened. yesterday. But anyway, whatever. Or <laughs> last week, I guess. Good Lord. Um, but I think that there's a way to encourage our young people to go into these fields that have been labeled for whatever reason as like um, off limits mm-hmm. to Christians. And it, and it shouldn't have to be that way. If we buy you a camera, the first thing you're going to do is take pictures of your genitals and <laughs> right. put it on the Internet. That's right. what's going to happen. Like Almost like going to worst case scenario. Yes. Yeah. Like if I get you involved in science, you're obviously going to become an atheist. Right. That's just stupid. Right. Because you would hope that, no, you get involved in science. Didn't you, you teach them not to be an atheist? <laughs> That's, I don't get it. Right. And so, no, but I think a lot of it is we need, we, we need, we need, like, like the chosen has done and they, they have found a way to raise funds. They have. And raise budget through crowdfunding. And so to get creative with the way that we raise funds for month, for, for movies and to have enough budget to find actors and actresses who want to participate in these kind of things and then to write really good stories who don't always have to be Christians themselves. Correct. Correct. I mean like the Jesus revolution, for example, yeah. And having Kelsey, Kelsey grammar Mm -hmm. in there, you know, and he's not necessarily a Christian. And so the fact that I don't know where he falls, probably forward, (laughs) not backwards. No. Okay. But you know, like, but you can have, actors and actresses yeah that aren't christian that can be in these types of movies mm. if they see it's a good story mm. you know i mean like how many like, i mean for, ben-hur oh like, yeah none of those people were christians right or like <laughs> look at the um like like prince of egypt we talked about earlier yeah look at the amount of voice actors yes. that were in that mm-hmm. they're not christians no but they signed on because it was a great story right and so i think that there's a way and a great soundtrack and a great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. That soundtrack looked ridiculous. It's the best. So I think there's a way to encourage our people to get in that to for movies to tell real life stories mm-hmm. without it being hokey and cheesy. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> there's some. What was the movie um about the song? Um, I can only imagine. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah. The dad is like abusive and in screams actually, at his kid all the time. Have you not seen this? I'm one? not, I've actually not seen he it. Screams at his kid all the time and he's an alcoholic. Uh-huh. And to show him getting angry, he like walks forward toward him and the kid falls down. He doesn't actually hit him. Right. And he never swears. And when they wanted to show him drinking, he's sitting at a diner with his mug of okay. coffee. Like this is a bar scene. But the filmmakers didn't want to film in a bar gotcha. with alcohol to tell the story. I just don't understand 
Right. I don't understand decisions like that. Yeah. Because you're, <laughs> when I'm watching it, I'm just going, this is not what happened. You're not even telling me the story right. I got because you, you don't want to show a bar. Right. And a glass of beer. You want to so sanitize Yeah, it. it's too, yeah. I, I just don't understand that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, no, I, I understand I not wanting to show nudity. Sure. Even though you can fake it now. Yeah. <laughs> with, with AI and CGI. And right. Stuff. But I understand not wanting to show that, but, or, or sex. Sure. Even though movies have done ways around that forever. Mm -hmm. But everything else I don't get. Like, maybe you don't need to have the actors saying GD on screen. Sure. But they could say all the other ones if they feel okay with it. Yeah. And you could just go, hey, are, are you okay saying the F word? Right. Yes, I am. Okay. Well, the character who it is the abusive it. father requires that you say the F word. I, yeah. I just don't get it. I mean, I guess it's because it's for a certain group of people, but I feel like if you keep going after that certain group of people and keep making movies the way that you've been making them, you're not going to be able to do that for very long. Yeah. And it's not going to do anything for anybody else. Yeah. And I think, and I, I think there's a, because I think that there's the sense of like, all right, we don't want to show these types of things. The, the things you just mentioned, right. the, 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 the nudity, the swearing, the drinking, and it's like, okay, we don't want to show these types of things. But again, like we mentioned, I don't know, last episode or the episode before, like the Bible's full of these types of scenes yes. that are explicitly stated. But I think that what we have to realize is just because you show it doesn't mean you're like glorifying it. Right. If the end of the story ends in God, right. you know what I mean? Ends in a good thing, which, right. which that song coming out was the good thing sure. that it ended with. Like... You took away, you took away all the meaning of why that song's powerful at the end of the movie. Mm. If you don't show that stuff, yeah, like you took away, you, it, it's not as powerful feeling of a song if you want it to feel that way, right? At the end, if you don't have this stuff happen, because this is what got him there, <laughs> right? And I and I agree with you. I don't, you know, there's a sense of like, all right, I don't want, I don't want to glorify or honor the profane. Like I get that, right? And so, but like you're talking about that you can, you can still show someone sitting at a bar right. with a drink without glorifying that. Right. Um, you can still have someone and, you know, and we can sit here all day long and go, well, which cuss words are acceptable, which, which ones right. are not right. But let's just say, you know, they're, 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 they're saying the D word or, you know, you know, whatever. And it's just like, all right, but sometimes the, that the story, the characters' emotions warrants that, right? And and it's not glorifying it. It's like, but this is part of the story, and the and then hopefully there's the redemption that's on the other side of all of that, you know. Um, and I think there's a way to tell the stories just in a like you're talking about in a more real life way, mm -hmm. um, and and that would appeal to a broader audience. That would appeal to people that don't know the Lord, you know, I mean like their movie recently that came out that's based on Francine Rivers book, uh, Re redeeming love. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that movie came out and it was, it, 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 you know, the demographic we were talking about earlier, some of that demographic who loves reading Francine Rivers were bothered a little bit 
by how much it pushed some of the sexual stuff on screen. Okay. Like, but it's like nudity. Yeah, it doesn't go all the way to okay. like full nudity, but it's it pushes the envelope. Okay. And, and but it's funny because it's like they were okay reading it, right? But when it's right there on the screen, oh no! Right. But when you take your mother to watch it with you, <laughs> right? It's a little awkward. Yeah. And and so, but for that movie that was not publicized as a Christian movie, for that movie to reach a broader audience. Kind of, you kind of have to find that line that maybe a little further, right? Than you know, than maybe that that, that specific demographic would want. Mm-hmm. Because you're right. I mean, sitting there watching it with, you know, your your mother or your mother in law or whatever, you know, would be like, yikes, this is a little. But if the purpose of the movie is to try to tell a real story, mm-hmm. really deal with some serious stuff and talk about it, you got to put it there. I think the movies that are going that direction have been doing better. Oh yeah. Then absolutely were Christians for evangelical white people once had. Right. And that's the part. (laughs) Those are the ones that need to just stop. (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, and I don't mind if they're still there, but I just, I, but I do thank God that there's the ones that are broader than that. Yes. Because the ones that, yeah, the yeah. ones that are like Sound of Freedom and right and Chosen's a big thing. It's on Peacock now or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's on Peacock. Yeah, yeah, like that's good. Uh, absolutely, they Peacock realized there was money there because Bingo. you guys decided to tell a good story, <laughs> right? And now you're reaching people with it who exactly. wouldn't have watched Jesus before. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Not because. <laughs> yeah, and, and and the thing like chosen two, I love it because it's like, I mean the there's the, a chosen two. Well, the, well, <laughs> I'll say like like there's there's all these seasons of the chosen, mm. and but like what I was saying, like the reason I like the chosen as well is that is that you know it's not only the good storyline and stuff, but the music's cool. Mm-hmm. The, I mean the whole the way they humanize Jesus and his followers is fantastic. It's just brilliantly done, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so I'm a, but I agree with you. These, I think there's a place for the, 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 the niche kind of thing. I think there's a place for that. But I also think that the, the, the movies recently that have taken the risk to be, right. to be out there in a broader scale. But again, there's more money behind these backing it, the quality of it. Right. There's better actors. And, you know, the movie industry, as much as they may not like certain things, they're still going to follow the money. Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned with Peacock earlier, right? We're going to follow the money. Right. And and so if it's done well enough, can make money, you're going to get people to back it and people to, you know, um, to put it on screen. So, well, I guess the only thing I would say to that is I don't know why we got 20 years of terrible christian movies until the chosen people figured out how to make good ones yeah that doesn't make any sense like (laughs) yeah why did it take so long right what have you guys been doing (laughs) (laughs) man i don't know right i don't know i mean even before then too like yeah yeah it's no i mean i agree with you it's it's been a long run of not good right and 
Um, you know, and as, as much as I'm thankful for like Lord of the Rings, for example, mm-hmm. um, and I love the Lord of the Rings books and movies, but you know, you're not going to walk away from Lord of the Rings with an inherent sense of a gospel message either. Right. Um, which is fine. But I do think when you're able to tell a really good story that does at some point really talk about redemption, that leads to a point of redemption mm-hmm. and that God, Jesus is the centerpiece of that redemption or the cause of it. I, I think that that itself makes for a fantastic story. And, and I'm so I'm, I am thankful that there are these. Um, yeah, movies that are starting to do do better. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen Mom's Night Out, by the way? Yeah, we just watched that one recently, too. That's funny. I don't care what anyone says. There were funny parts. There were funny parts. But I like, I'm, like my yeah. wife just loves that movie. She hangs out with that dude for too long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, what are you still doing here? <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. But that's kind of one of those more niche movies, and too. And Sam was in it. Yeah, sure was. Yeah. Sure was. They actually had some good actors and actresses mm-hmm. in that movie. What was the guy's name? Who's that guy? He's like a country music singer. Yeah, um, uh, Trace Atkins. Yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they had some, yeah, and, and then Sean, Sean An- Anston. Sean Aston. Aston. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, good. I mean, I think that's the future, right? Uh, in other words, we got to have good actors, good actresses. And I thank God for the way Chosen has been created, creative enough to do what they're doing mm-hmm. in raising funds. And I hope others can be inspired to do the same. All right, Nate, since yeah. you're the movie guy, yeah. you want to recap what we've been talking about? Sure. All right. So I have a a point about earlier that I, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> okay. All right. So I think. Okay that that if given the option if if a if a person in the christian evangelical white group of people uh-huh that is given an option to watch uh-huh. a movie okay say it was like you know the next pixar movie or whatever okay if they were given the option to watch the next Pixar movie uh-huh. and go in blind, not knowing what's in there or right. what's not in there with their kids, right? Or go watch Facing the Giants, okay? If they came out on the same day, right? They would pick the Pixar movie every time. Oh, um, no, nah, I disagree with that. You disagree with that? Yeah. Maybe not every time, but most okay. of the time. I think. Man, parents were so weird with their kids. Protective, you know? Okay. So if you're putting it specifically in that vein. Yeah. Uh, I think that, I, I think some, I, I just, maybe, it's, maybe it's a mixed bag. But if you were going to the theater. Right. And you had two options. Right. And your kids want to see Toy Story 3. Right. And they're bugging you about it. Right. And you're like, no, we're going to see. Yeah. But I'm mean, facing the giants, but like, I think they're going to make you go see Toy Story. 3. Okay. Here's, here's, here's what I think is happening though. Okay. Is that because more and more non-Christian worldviews and opinions are being expressed in movies, even geared toward our kids. 
Okay. It's leaving parents much more hesitant to go blindly into those movies where they, if they know it's given specifically toward a Christian group that feels safe. Okay. So I do think that's a, a present reality. I do think that statement you made would have been true five years ago and before. Okay. I just think it's, I think the landscape has changed now. Okay. I think you're right. Yeah. But five years ago. Right. Yeah. Agreed. No, it's like, like, am I going to go see Cars 2 or Or, let's go see Cars 2? Yeah. Anyone even think about it. Right. But the landscape has changed to where even you as a pastor, you're right. Cars 2 and Facing the Giants are coming out the same day. You're going to go see Cars 2 with your kids. Go to see Cars 2. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. I agree with you. Like, (laughs) I agree with you. Yeah. Even though Cars 2 might be just as bad, if not worse, than Facing the Giants. (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) But Cars 1 gave me so much hope. Why? Because the first Cars was amazing. Okay. Well, according to my, according to my kid who was like one and a half when it came out. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking about it as like a kid's perspective. Okay. Yeah. Like if my kid is like, yeah, I mean, they're all, he was so into cars, man. He was all about the cars life. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's my, that's one of my points. Okay. My, my, I guess the, where we're having the difference is I would think it's about reaching more people, which in turn turns into more money. Uh-huh. To make other things. Okay. Then this is for this specific group of people. And I think that's where we're yeah. having a tiff. Right. <laughs> yeah. But no, I guess what I'm but saying is. I, I understand th- what you're saying. Yeah. But I think my point's more important. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm right. I yeah, mean. I, I, well, all I'm saying yeah. is I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I just think there's a place for both, and it doesn't have to be an either-or dichotomy. But, okay, I think there has to be an either-or dichotomy, because... Okay. Yeah, I don't think so, though. Why? Because you're going to have people that want to make movies that are Christian. They're Christians, they want to make movies for Christians, and there's still a market for that. It may not be this huge, massive market... But the people creating it get to use what they feel are their skills and gifts, and people that are consuming it feel like this is good and safe to watch. Right, but what I'm saying is you're going to max that market out and only be able to make movies that are as good as you can get out of that market. Sure. And you're never going to be able to compete with the other sure. with, with the other stuff. Yeah. And I think the goal should be competing with the other stuff. Okay. That's what I think. Yeah. And I guess I'm saying and I don't get it. Yeah. That's why I don't get it. Yeah, I guess I'm saying I think I think you're I think you're right in the sense of for too long Christians just were okay and comfortable living in the Christian movie world. Yes. And we got and the Christians were just excited that movies that, that existed, movies for, existed them. for them. Okay. And and so but now I agree with you that it's not okay for it just to be that. Right. That there has to be a reach that's going beyond that demographic. Okay. I mean, because because even me talking about like the you know the 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 white middle upper class evangelical church like that's not even all of Christianity, right? 
in America, right? Like that's a very niche group. But those are the Christian but, movies. Those are the Christian movies that come out on, yes. you know. And so I think that there's, but I agree with you that hopefully things like Jesus Revolution, Sound of Freedom, um, The Chosen can help people get a vision for something bigger than that. Yes. And because I think maybe that was part of the problem was it was like, oh, if I'm a Christian, want to do Christian movies, it has to look like this. Right. Like that was the model or the template for it. Mm -hmm. And now hopefully these others are saying, but no, there's actually a. No, a, the template should be what good movies look like. <laughs> right. And that's what you should be striving for. Sure. That's what I, I don't get. It. Yeah. But then also with the reality. Yeah. That there is a lot of resistance to making those types of movies. Right. In Hollywood. And so they didn't want to make them. So, they but there's no resistance anymore because we have the internet. <laughs> the internet. And you can yes. put your movie on the internet and right. sell it to as many people as possible. Yeah. Thank God for the internet. Yeah. And thank God for people that are willing to go outside of those mainstream right. sources, right? And make movies that are good. And so, yeah, I do think there has to be now a, a, a shifting of how mm. we think about what it looks like for me to be a Christian to make a movie mm -hmm. that it doesn't have to fall into this specific template. Right. It can be something different than that. Cause the opportunity is now because Hollywood has been making some crap and they're bleeding. And currently they can't make anything <laughs> as we're recording this. That's correct. Nothing is being made. Correct. Yep. So. Yep. Make, make better stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out how to make better stuff. Yeah, and do it. Yeah, I and, and I and I don't disagree with you on that. And I've never made anything, so right. Don't come at me, bro. So here's looking at you, kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you know, yeah. All right, cool. Well, that's that. Yeah, man. Well, this has been the one I heard this podcast. You can find the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at When I Heard This Podcast and X. And locals at when I heard this, Patreon is five dollars. Um, Joseph, that was a fun time talking about movies. Yeah, man, I know you love that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Very confusing to me. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Yeah. They're getting better. That's the end of the episode, though. Yes. Th they're figuring it out. They're figuring it out. Yes. Hopefully we'll do another one of these in a year from now, two or two years from now, and right. be like, man, yeah, it's just gotten even better. Yeah, yeah. And Jesus Wars episode two will be coming out in theaters. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Okay. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Nate Robinson, and you can follow Joseph on Instagram at Rev Joe T. This has been the One Hours Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.